Five Legal Trouble Spots Podcasters Really Shouldn't Ignore. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Legit Podcast Pro, where we dive deeply into the nitty-gritty of podcasting and the law and the business, and we ensure that your show can thrive without having legal trouble. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, here to guide you through the maze of legal issues that podcasters face, and today's focus is what I said, five legal trouble spots podcasters shouldn't ignore. All right, so let's jump right in with five legal trouble spots podcasters shouldn't ignore. First off, we're going to get into the right away into copyright and intellectual property rights. These are critical areas for both protecting your work and respecting others. As creators, of course, we pour our hearts into our podcasts and make it vital to safeguard our content. Registering your podcast episodes with the Copyright Office offers a number of legal benefits, including the ability to bring infringement suits and potentially recover statutory damages and attorney's fees in the case of a of a uh, litigation for um, copyright infringement. But there's a cost to doing that. So most of the time we're recommending um, that you do it for the keystone uh, episodes, the most anchor content that you have. And and don't worry about it for every single episode unless you think there's a reason somebody's going to want to steal from you. You can always register after you discover some infringement, but uh, it may make it harder to uh, get those statutory damages and attorney's fees and things like that. So that's the thing. But here's the thing. Copyright is a two-way street. We as podcasters love to use music and clips and artwork and film quotes and things like that. And that all requires a bit of due diligence from us as creators. Copyright law is very clear. Use people's stuff without their permission and you can find yourself in serious legal trouble. So to avoid this, we need to seek out rights or use royalty-free resources. Websites like Creative Commons or royalty-free music libraries are real gold mines for podcasters with lots of good material that they can use for free or inexpensively. The other side is protecting your work while respecting others' copyrights, and that keeps you legal but builds a community of mutual respect among creators. Next on up, we'll talk about trademarks where, look, the name of your of your uh, show, the, the name of the game is distinctiveness and respect. Your podcast's name and logo aren't just branding. They are your identity in a crowded marketplace. So choosing distinctive titles is really key to avoiding confusion and potential trademark infringement. A unique, memorable name not only sets you apart, but also minimizes legal risks. So don't don't go too generic. Don't go too descriptive. Be a little distinctive. And don't be too afraid of using other people's trademarks. That is, talking about other people's brands. Talking about trademark brands is not off limits as long as what it's clear that you're not pretending to be or pretending to be endorsed by those brands. And that means that you can discuss and critique or praise products without being infringing of the trademarks. As long as there's no confusion about your podcast's affiliation with the brand. Now, privacy laws are our next topic. Privacy and release forms. This is uh, uh, the line between private conversations and public content can be a little blurry in the podcasting arena. So it's always a good idea to get consent to record, ideally in writing on a release form. 
Now, uh, I'm pleased to offer one of these releases over at podcastrelease.com, and I commend that to you. Uh, it is wise to do that. It gets your your client, your client, your your guests' consent to the recording and to the way you can use the uh, recordings um, forever in the future. So that shows them respect by asking for the consent, but it also covers your right to use the content that you create that results from your investment and efforts of time, energy, and money. So uh, this is an area where the First Amendment comes into play as well. First Amendment, uh, at least part of the First Amendment, provides protection for free speech, especially on topics that are newsworthy or when you're talking about public figures. But it's important to remember it is not a complete free-for-all. Balancing free speech with privacy rights and also avoiding defamation, false statements that harm a person's reputation, is really, really important. Remember, newsworthiness and public interest or uh, subject matter of public concern, that offers protection, but it is not complete immunity from legal responsibility if you get things wrong. Now, defamation, specifically libel, is a legal landmine in this area in podcasting. Critically, we do have that First Amendment protection when discussing public figures or newsworthy topics, but the standard is pretty high. Ordinary people only have to prove that a false statement was published and it caused them harm. That's it. And then the speaker of that false information can be liable for damages. Now, a public figure, however, someone like a politician or uh, uh, a celebrity of some sort, they have to prove that the statement was made with actual malice. That means proving that the publisher of the false statement knew that the statement was false or acted with reckless disregard for the truth or falsity. Offering your opinion is fine as long as it's very clear that it's an opinion, uh, but spreading falsehoods in ways that look like a factual statement, that's not. Stick to verified facts. Stick to clarity that what you're doing is what you're sharing is your opinion and that's how you avoid potential defamation and libel issues now last we talk we have to delve into the world of monetization this is a legal minefield sponsorships advertising compliance and of course the murky waters of pay for play podcasting all play a role here what's really most important to remember is that transparency is key the ftc here in the united states the federal trade commission has endorsement guidelines that mandate clear disclosure of any financial relationship between a creator and the brands that they present or talk about and so on things like paid partnerships and sponsorships have to be clearly and conspicuously disclosed. This is not just the law. It's also ethical and it's a smart business practice too, since it helps maintain trust with your audience. And that's also true in the arena of pay for play arrangements where guests pay in order to be featured in appearances on your podcast. Now, there hasn't yet been an enforcement action on this specifically in the podcast space, but my recommendation is it's coming, and, and these arrangements need to be disclosed. After all, your listeners deserve to know if the content they're hearing is sponsored or if your implicit endorsement of the guest you're having on the show to interview is real or has been paid for. So make sure that your podcast maintains credibility and adheres to these legal and ethical standards. And when in doubt, make the disclosure. It will serve you well with your audience. Now, before we wrap up, there is a bonus legal trouble spot that I really can't emphasize enough. And that is that, um, waiting too long to get your legal and business affairs in order is big trouble. 
This is a common pitfall that many podcasters fall into. They get caught up in the excitement of making content and interviewing people and audience growth and all of that, but they neglect the legal foundation of the podcast. And that's a little bit like building a house on sand. Sooner or later, when legal trouble knocks on the door, and it will for a lot of us, in one form or another, it's coming, you you might find yourself scrambling and vulnerable to consequences that could have been mitigated or entirely avoided if you'd gotten a few things out of the way early on. Whether it's that copyright protection or trademark registration or getting set up as a business or using proper contract templates with everybody on your team and your guests and your advertisers, taking early action is how you ensure that you are prepared and protected against those problems before they occur. Think of it as an investment in your podcast's future and provides peace of mind and security while you grow your show and your platform. So let me just close by saying that navigating the legal landscape of podcasting, well, it's no small feat, but it's, it is essential for the longevity and the integrity of your show. So today we've covered crucial areas from copyrights and trademarks, privacy, defamation, and monetization. And I've really tried to emphasize the importance of legal awareness and attention to these things as you journey toward your podcasting success. Now, if you are interested in a deeper dive into these topics, come on over to get our free Podcasters Legal Checklist. Visit podcasterschecklist.com. That's podcasters, plural, checklist.com. It's your go-to resource for staying on the right side of the law. That's it for today. Thanks for joining me on The Podcast Lawyer. I'm Gordon Firemark uh, with Legit Podcast Pro. Keep your podcast legal, smart, and successful. And above all, keep on podcasting. And I'll see you again next episode. Thanks.